Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Final Show Films. I'm Sen, your executive producer here, and I want to thank you all for tuning in. Particularly, uh, I want to thank all of our supporters on Patreon, uh, and uh, especially our $25 tier supporters on Patreon, uh, who are Jeffrey and Alexander, Samantha Bates, Catwater Flame, and L, without whom we wouldn't be able to do nearly as much of the things that we do now. So, uh, thank you all for your support, uh, and if you're watching live on Twitch, uh, please sit back, relax, and enjoy. Hello, everybody. Uh, welcome to Blood on the Bayou, the Vampire of the Masquerade Chronicle. We're running here on Final Show Films. My name's Julia. I will be your storyteller for the evening. And we are down a few people for various circumstances, but they will be back with us next week. Hopefully. So, uh, we will begin our introductions tonight with Drevian. I'm Drevian. I play Simon DeLuca, the Malkavian Taylor. And Jeremy? Hi, I'm Jeremy. I am playing Catriona uh, Clan Giovanni, a uh, lawyer who's just done with everything now. Just done. Considering the last few nights, that's fair. Uh, and last but not least, we have Shani. Hi, I'm Shani, and I'm playing Guavincente, the Asamite sorceress, who is not done, but getting there if things don't pick up soon. Fair enough. So, before we get in, uh, as always, Black Lives Matter, trans rights are human rights, eat the rich, fuck the Supreme Court, um, go vote if that's still happening. In some states, I know it is. Uh, it's coming up in some other states. In a month. Almost okay. to the day. Okay. Uh, also, happy Full Metal Alchemist Day. Also, Mean Girls Day. Yes, it's October 3rd. Yes. So, I was still on the voting thing because Brazil just had a, its primary. Huh. And last I seen, it's probably going to our runoff. Oh, that guy's going to be mad. I don't know enough about Brazilian politics to comment. So, the, uh, the um, incumbent president is basically Donald Trump. Complete, complete with if I don't win by a landslide, there was voting fraud going on. Claims, yeah. With a with the big difference is um, with he has friends in the military. Yeah. His main competitor is the previous president, who couldn't run last time because of some um corruption charges that ended up getting dropped. Oh, so it's a it's a shitty win, no matter who wins. It, Guy accused of corruption or literal fascist is, is a yeah. toss up. Shit in so one hand. Yeah. Like there 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 is probably an objectively better choice here. It's still not good. Right. Okay. So on the latest adventures of our coterie, getting back to vampires, speaking of politics. <laughs> Uh, Guire and Jack shook off the shock of a semi-accident as the trailer became engulfed in flames, uh, and Guire informed Jack accident. that she saved him from a Tremere attack <laughs> on the semi. Uh, after waiting for the flames to die down, Guire got Jack some help in the form of a uh, good Samaritan bystander, 
and went to tear the doors off of the trailer. Stepping inside, she not only found uh, the carnage and ashen bodies of fallen kindred, but also a twisted and blackened mirror missing a small triangular piece. She then, after a small struggle, got the mirror out of the back of the truck and took it further into the forest to wait for the rest of her coterie. Uh, on the other side of the causeway, Destiny got a walkie-talkie message about an explosion, which promptly freaked out the rest of the party, um, quickly surmising that this meant a firebomb instead of an actual explosion that had happened on the truck. Uh, the group began arguing, arguing about the best way to get to the other side, and Rahab left the argument to get on a speedboat that had been prepared. No, Rahab didn't... It was Simon left early. Well, they both left. Yeah, yeah. but like the, the argument was fairly well wrapped up. Otherwise, the argument would have continued all the way to the boat. Fair. Um, the group did board the boat eventually and get across the causeway, um, thinking it best that their one method of transportation away from any possible Sabbat attacks... Um, Sorry, thinking it best to keep their one method of transportation away from Sabat attacks, it was decided that Bert Mercy would drive the boat up and down the coast, while the rest of the group dealt with the mirror. Uh, they quickly met up with Guire and decided it best to move the mirror on land, worrying about Bilabog possibly being inside the water. Um, Simon alerted Mercy um, that it would be best to dock the boat uh, as Bilobog began to climb onto the boat to attack Mercy. Um, Rahab thought it best, I believe, or it was decided Rahab would run. I mean, Rahab him. started running, and Guire was like, you got this. <laughs> Ra Rahab decided on their own to start running towards the back to the lake. Um, and uh, with a, a terrifying chase of Bilobog attempting to grab Mercy... Um, she decided to flee for the dock only for Bilobog to pass her and Rahab to intervene with true faith, sending Bilobog quickly into the depths of the lake. Meanwhile, the rest of our group on land made their way to a local U-Haul facility to liberate one of the trucks for themselves, uh, deciding to head back to Kat's home. Mercy and Rahab decided to head to a nearby bus station after trudging out of the water and collecting themselves. Um, they, contact was made. A few plans were made to arrive at Kat's house after preparations were wrapped up. Um, and once Rahab and Mercy crossed the other side and obtained phones from multiple outlets, um, Mercy left Rahab to care for Anya. And Anya and Rahab had a small conversation which left Anya believing that Jonathan might still be alive and giving her that spark of hope. After hosting a small blood drive and the two of the two of them ate and retired for the evening. Kat, Simon, and Guire dealt with a bit of ghost activity before they were actually able to get the doorway into Kat's attic, at which point 
Guire received a text from Alexander informing her that he had found a way into the local Tremere Chantry, which is where we will be picking up this evening. Oh, it also needs to be stated that Mercy did arrive at Kat's house without problems. Because yep. she was there at the end of the, se- the episode. So you guys have the mirror put up in Kat's um, interestingly decorated attic. And Guire, you received that text message. At the same time, Mercy's phone goes off. And she promptly goes downstairs to answer it. And was never seen again. Ah, you you, you found the movie trope. (laughs) Yeah, Guire will text back. Lay it on me. You, there will be a few beats and then can I call? She will call him. Vincente. Ward I may be able to get both of us into the Chantry Um, my primogen is not the happiest with me however um, I might potentially be able to spin it away that I need to look at a few rituals in which to help with the local Sabbat incursion. All right. And nobody aside from your primogen knows that you're still alive? As far as I'm aware, they've not, she has not told anyone. But you know as well as I do that Morgan is uh, loose-lipped sometimes. You're not wrong. You seem to have inherited that from her. Among other things. Well. Has she provided you a method of getting in that will keep us hidden from the eyes of others? She's devised a window of opportunity for us tonight. And what's that window going to be? You're not going to be happy. Better say it now while I'm not in distance to stab you. The hour before sunrise. Fucking course it is. (sighs) Staying up it is then. I assume the Shantry is properly shielded. Oh, undoubtedly. Excellent. It's been... A while since I've graced them with my presence, so actively knowing what is up will be difficult, but I think we can handle it. All right. Time for a daytime excursion. Well, waking up's the hard part. Not going to sleep, I can probably do.
he will rattle off an address not too far from, well, where you're at, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not too far from Lafitte Cemetery. It's the Museum of Death right next door, isn't it? As funny as that would be, no. <laughs> um, I don't no, know. That, if would, be... that would be that would be the place for the Giovanni's local archive on necromancy. <laughs> Listen, sometimes you gotta hide shit in plain sight. <laughs> I think the funniest part would be is like, oh yes, right next door, just. Simon's just completely unaware and unconcerned. He's just like, yeah, there's some museum of death next door. It's kind of funny that a vampire lives here. Completely. I just love the idea. I just love the idea of there's the museum of death, there's the necromancy archive, and then literally next door to the museum of death is the chantry. So both the magic users are just adjacent to each other and just never questioned it. Yeah, she'll take that down. All right, well, I'll see you then. Hopefully this will uh, not be as difficult as I'm imagining it to be. Your experience in the art of thaumaturgy, I'm sure you can find your way past a few wards. It's in your name, after all. You can hear the groan over the phone. (laughs) Simon snickers quietly. True. Uh, That would be in about three hours. All right. Well, I'm not far from there right now, so I'll meet you closer to the hour of 10. All right. I will see you then. Um... Come with weapons. Of course. Just in case. I never go anywhere unarmed. You may be an arrogant ass, but you're not an idiot. And the phone will click off. (laughs) (laughs) Meanwhile, uh... I feel like a question is if the Guire step out of the room. Not particularly. She wasn't particularly concerned about it. Okay. okay. Simon definitely eavesdropping. Oh, yeah. And Simon will, like, here's the click. She expected that. <laughs> you might not be, you might be an arrogant ass who's intelligent, but he, I'm not sure he can say the same. <laughs> so, Kat has been working at, uh, at her work table. Um... About this time, um, Simon, yes, you're you don't have any plans for the rest of the night, do you? I have things that I could do, but not dire. Okay, Could you do me a favor and go out and get me, I don't care how, I don't care if it's contained, uh, I don't care if it's 
contained in bags or what, but could you get me some sustenance? I am going to need some for some plans that I have. And she is currently working with some um, uh, uh, fungi and shit on her table. Okay. I'm a little bit... Uh, I imagine like all of us who've uh, used it, I used a, a little bit over the past night and it's not as easy for me to hunt as it is for you, I imagine. Especially you knowing this area better. Besides, is there something particular that happens if you feed on someone? Yes, they experience extreme agonizing pain as opposed to any sort of pleasure. Um, it is not particularly conducive to the we made out in an alleyway thing that you are mm -hmm. all able to do so well. But I'm working on something that might give us at least a sense of forewarning should gestures to the mirror this unholy abomination um start acting up just try and keep your uh family from doing anything stupid with it the last thing we need is them to accidentally let lasampre in oh they'll be doing no the i will neither confirm nor deny whether there are individuals that may be coming to help but if there were, they're not fucking idiots like my aunt. So long as that door stays shut. Oh, it'll stay shut. That All thought right. continues. That, that sentence continues in her head of it'll stay shut until it needs to be many years down the road. They'll stay shut until Clan Giovanni decides to use it at some point. The Log Knight is a well-kept secret. But I need to go hunting as well. I've got to be ready to exert myself and stay awake past sunrise. Good luck with that. Did you happen to know that you're living very close to the Tremere Chantry in the city? Not surprised it's the French Quarter. No comment. Cat, I have to ask a question. Uh-huh. Um, have you touched the mirror? Fuck no. Okay. <laughs> Are you goddamn kidding me? <laughs> not a not a not I imagine the first thing that she did once it got set up. She did not touch it the whole way it went up because if something's gonna get if something bad is gonna happen, it's gonna happen to one of the other members of the coterie and not her. Um as soon as it was set up, there was a big chalk circle put on the ground, not as any kind of protection, because right. just a as a slide. this is where you do not this is where I do not cross. And hopefully nobody else either. Fair enough. No, she is working on currently uh, one of her new rituals, 
Um, uh, a peek past the shroud, which allows you to enchant mold that by eating a pinch of it, you can gain the benefits of shroud sight. Huh. So you can see past the sh- past the veil. For people who aren't necromancers. Which will be very useful if we're having to guard a fucking mirror that is a ghost portal. Yep. Hopefully use, I won't can, botch it because then it might kill us all. Is that a but, thing you can is that a thing that you can provide for non-necromancers as well, basically? Yes, yes. Yeah. So you can yeah, let other people see? Yep, absolutely. That's the plan. Okay. I just need to not botch because Botch does a dice of lethal lethal damage to everybody who ingests it, including vampires. It'll be fine. Rub some dirt in it. You'll be good. Yeah, she's working on that for the next hour. Okay. So that means Simon and Guire are going a hunting. Uh, Yep. So... You two are relatively close to the quarter. Shall we just make a hunt roll? Yes. Um, Simon doesn't even go to the quarter. Simon goes like a block over. There's two hotels and a psychic and love specialist. Okay. (laughs) If I recall correctly, the fame merit or the fame background. Uh, allows makes it easier for me to hunt. Yes, it does. Reduce difficulties at hunting rules by one for each dot in fame. Yep. Okay. So, people are... It is Louisiana. It is New Orleans. At the height of Carnival, you are like four days away from Mardi, three days away from Mardi Gras at this point, I believe. It's packed. Uh, yes. Uh, regardless of whatever the news has said, people abound. Yeah. So go ahead and give me your role. Uh, what are the what are the basic hunt rules? We have we have a couple of options. Uh, there is, if I'm remembering correctly, I sure don't remember. That's why I'm pulling. There out is, the I believe you can use manipulation and subterfuge. Uh, let's see, systems and trauma. It's been so long since we've had an actual feeding, hunting episode. Simon doesn't even need to hunt. <laughs> like, no, Guire's less than half full. She needs to hunt. <laughs> yeah, like Simon's just doing a favor for just doing a favor. Yep. What is uh, Simon still has eight blood points out of. 12 given, but 259. But Simon also just straight up doesn't need a hunt. I have heard. 
yep, various um and it just whatever you decide it basically okay. appearance they give examples of apparent subterfuge for seduction type stamina athletics for just chasing someone down <laughs> mugging mugging for blood sessions. <laughs> that that sounds like your tur- your hunt rolls becoming um the the sabat football game that is legitimately one of the things that i love about v5 is the the part of your character creation is the How do you type hunt? of hunting that you do, and <laughs> one of them is just you beat the shit out of somebody until they're <laughs> unconscious, and then you feed off of them. I am mugging you for your blood. <laughs> so, so my question is: How is Guire going to hunt? Is she going seduction? Is she going brute force? Is I she- think Guire's 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 primary hunting style is very seduction based because. Makes full use of that enchanting voice and her fame. Okay. So you make your way to a nearby bar. We will Which I think combined will reduce difficulty of this roll by three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, difficulty of all rolls using the voice to persuade charm or command or reduce by two and then fame for an extra one. It's bad that, like, in the beginning when we were doing this, I could see all of the bars, and it made super easy and everything, and now I have trouble finding shit on Google Maps. It's because things have started to reopen. So, yeah. yeah. So, nearby... And she's she's just she's not going to be like just finding one person. She's trying to get as much as she can because she's like less than half full. She's going carousing. She's got a couple hours, as many quick snacks as she can pull off. Okay, you go by um, a local bar. We will say that you go to uh, Milan Lounge. A little to the east of Cat's uh, place, not too far into the quarter. And go ahead and give me your roll, and we will decide where we go from there on how many. Uh... First off, what is your um, desired prey? Are you going male, female? Um, she's indifferent uh, as far as far as far as gender expression goes. She's indifferent. She's mostly just going for whoever what? seems like easy prey. She's going for volume okay. right now. Okay. Um, there are. Nope. Oh, go ahead and roll for me. Um, uh, what's our base diff going to be? This is going to be diff seven. There's a lot of people in here. Reduced to four. Then yes. I will put a willpower into this because I need blood. Yes. Four successes. Okay. So you lean up against the bar, you know, get your usual order of a cocktail that you don't drink or, you know, whiskey, meat, and uh, scope out a few people. And 
there is a group of uh, people of mixed genders and ethnicities um, at a table nearby who are, you can see the entire table is just filled with different glasses and they're becoming very loud and very raucous. Um, you can hear them over the music. Um, one of the girls is actually helped back into her chair as your eyes sort of slide over and pinpoint them uh, because she's just had one too many. Excellent. Each of those will make an excellent snack. <laughs> Um, I think very much uh, this is the ideal situation for her to just disappear into a crowd. So um, using the second dot of uh, obfuscate, she just sort of vanishes through the crowd um, and reappears nearby as she starts to very much when they're not paying attention, just drawing attention to one person at a time slowly luring them off so that she can snack on each of them until as they get drunker and paying less attention, she's able to get through as many of them as she needs to fill her blood tank. Okay. Um, and she's only drawing from like, I think three is the safe is the safe bloodline for a regular human. So mm -hmm. she's only drawing three from it, three from them each. So. Yeah, that is not what I wanted to do. That's what I wanted to do. Right? Yeah, a, regu a regular human has about 10 points of blood in them. So of the eight people, you were able to lure away through about an hour and a half of work. Um, four of them. That'd be 12 blood? Yeah, which should top you off. Uh, my max is 15. I am currently at uh, one, two, three, four. So yeah, that actually is one more oh, than Jesus. I need. Yeah, yeah, Guire was getting hungry. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, one, two, three, four, five. Okay, we're good. Yeah, that was one more blood than I needed. So the last person only gets two taken from me. Okay. And they are none the wiser to a lot of it. Um, you feel really good. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're not completely drunk, but like one more alcoholic, and you probably be there. Yeah. So you have about an hour and a half, well, with travel time, about an hour until you need to be, you need to meet Alexander. Yeah. So she'll, she'll spend that hour in obfuscate just scouting the area, just sort of out of everyone's peripheral vision, just sort of disappearing around the area, finding finding the area, looking around, getting a lay of the land. Okay. Simon. How are you getting your blood? Um. So you said you were going to a nearby hotel. Before Simon leaves, Simon will ask um, Kat if, like, you have a scalpel. Do you have other supplies like hypodermic needles? 
There's just a slow turn of the head and a stare. Surprisingly, right now, I do not. Remember, I just moved here. Yes. Haven't collected um, my embalming tools yet. <laughs> I do not have hypodermic needles. What are you thinking? I need a way to store your blood for you. <laughs> uh, I was just my my first thought was just to bring them here and start draining blood into like a cup or something. Oh Don't no! Heal. If you bring them here, I'll I'll take it from there. Okay. I just need them brought here, preferably seen by as few people as possible. Like zero. I mean, that shouldn't be terribly difficult. We're on a residential street. Yep. There's there shouldn't the party, be the party's not here. It's the in the middle it's, of it's the night. The we should be fine. And then she just smiles like a okay, this conversation is over now, and goes back to what she's doing. And then Simon will wander up, wander over to where, like, where hotel, like a str- street or two over where the hotels actually are. Okay. And will someone who's clearly not sober will kind of put on a fake smile and. Like, oh my gosh, you, like, your figure is amazing. Like, I think we could, like, I have some stuff that will look amazing on you. Like, and, like, just go into, like, Taylor's talk and, like. Okay, okay. Sell off clothing. Sell sell someone as the next fashion icon. Yeah. 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 Give me. Hmm. Give me a manipulation. No. Mm. I am specific. It's like I'm specifically trying to manipulate them into their okay. own. So manipulate and manipulation and offhand empathy. But can I use Taylor? My Taylor skill. Or would that add to it? Your, your craft Taylor specialty. Yeah. Um. You know what? Sure, I will let you use it at, dif- at difficulty seven. Let's see. Manipulation. Crafts. Actually, I have made tailoring a professional skill. That is the correct column. <laughs> Skills, profession. Yes. Okay. Difficulty seven. Yes. Okay. Three successes. Okay. You are able to sufficiently wait. Um, I forget with specialties. If you roll a ten, it counts as two. Correct. This yes. isn't a specialty. This is this. This is the professional skill. Oh, okay. All right. Otherwise, I'd have another two dice. Okay. On the roll. So, three successes. You are able to very quickly lull this person into a false sense of security about 
actually being invested in them as a person. Um, and they let their guard down pretty easily. The alcohol definitely helps. Um, but what are you planning? How are you planning on getting this blood back to Cat? Simon's taking the whole damn person. All right, then. Si Simon's like luring them, like chatting them up, like selling, selling the clothing thing. So, like with very specific words. And you get this man back to Cat's house, and he like. He may be drunk, but he very incredulously looks at the the very obvious not a retail facility. And he's like, All right, so what oh, we got going on here? Um, here just step inside. I need to step to the back of the house. I need to grab my key. Like I'm I'm not gonna carry a key, the key to my shop on me this late at night. Who knows who I might bump into? Says the monster. Uh, <laughs> says the monster whose smile doesn't reach their eyes. Then, <laughs> like, he, Simon just kind of, like, leads leads him inside. And he, he's hesitant, but does eventually cross the threshold. You fool. Even if we were stereotypical vampires, you have fallen into our trap now. <laughs> sort of well, this this a this a real nice place you got here. Yeah, that's still a work in progress, just moved from farther out and like out of town to be closer to the shop in case I'm needed. I I need to pop upstairs. Let me to grab my key real quick. He sits down on a kitchen chair and just sort of leans back and slides down halfway and just sort of waits. Simon pops upstairs. All right, cat delivery. Wonderful. Um, and sits down her sits down her grave moss. And Don't before Cat, absolutely not. Simon will, Simon will go back downstairs ahead of Cat, stepping past the guy, mm -hmm. so the guy can, looking at Simon has no reason to be looking back towards the stairs. Okay. Oh well, that makes it easier than what yeah. I was gonna do, but sure. Um, yep, I'm just gonna. He's just gonna walk downstairs. Simon's chatting him up. Walk into the room. And just before Cat can bite, Simon will use Dementation. Okay, before that, Cat, I need a Dex and Stealth roll for She's you. not being stealthy. Okay, okay. She's just walking down. She, okay, so her plan is to just walk up to him and dominate him. Okay. Oh, Simon was going to yeah. do Dementation, just like suppress everything down. So, oh, no, it's fine. This man is not leaving this house. Um, okay. <laughs> oh, it's also just to suppress any screaming. So he, if, he if he's numb to everything, he does look at you, and then he hears Cat come down the stairs and looks at her. Catch the eyes I, before, come. like as he's as he's turning, mm -hmm. like 
the last thing he sees from Simon's face is not like that friendly smile. But sub, like, if he if he were to survive this, it would be like the nightmares of like someone who was abducted by a serial killer. Oh no! Okay, okay. Like Simon's completely like broken. Like, the emotions don't match. It's the it's the it's the kind of thing that a horror movie that a horror like animated horror movie fashions with like the black lines around the exteriors yeah, of the eyes. Right. Yes. The, the grin is too big. The the like, dead the dead eyed way too big toothy smile. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like the realization that something's bad about to happen and there is a monster in front of like he just fell into a monster's trap. So go ahead and roll me your Yep. What's his willpower? Name? Uh, three. Okay. Yes, very much that. <laughs> yes. I still need to see that movie. Same. Um. <laughs> well, fuck you, Dice. One will work, though, I guess. One, one will work. So he he promptly... Uh, you, you hold on a second. I'm going to go with the, the lady. <laughs> and just, just keeps walking. Yep. As cat. soon as he gets close i'm gonna catch him and catch him into a a, a sleeper hold okay and i'm gonna choke his ass out so that's going to be the a good thing i took dominate yeah and you know what fuck it why not i'm gonna be a, a, i i i've got I, I i've got my i've got my bag right here um i will spend i will spend uh a, a blood point to pump up my strength Okay, so strength uh, and brawl difficulty. Yep. I'm I'm curious. Does it take Does it take a higher level of dominate to be like sleep? Uh sleep. I don't. It specifically calls out sleep. I don't remember. I don't think it's something that you can do. Okay, because you can't control involuntary functions. I believe. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh wait, uh, being told to sleep in a dangerous situation. So I guess I could. But you can't tell them. You can't tell someone to sleep if they're actively in a gunfight. But yeah, right. So she didn't ahead. think of that. This is her choice. Um. So okay, strength plus brawl plus one because of dom or potence. Mm-hmm. Uh, so plus one to this. Where is um. Rolls, rolls, roast dice. There we go. Uh, do I have strength plus brawl already in here? No, I will put it in there. Strength, brawl. Uh, strength, brawl, difficulty six. Mm-hmm. Uh, so plus one to this. Really? Fucking really? Okay, I spent a willpower. It's not a. It's not a botch. No, you just can't. Like he, he doesn't come to, but he 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 definitely starts getting uncomfortable and doesn't really just. You can't get. It's not that you. It's not that you can't overpower him. You just can't get a good grip on him. He's bigger Do than I, you are. Okay. So, seeing cat struggle, Simon will continue with the um. We'll use demontation just like that's cool. fair. Just you to keep you just from calling out. Um, like, you're just gonna now like kind of be there. You're gonna you're gonna stop registering things for a bit. Yeah. 
It's you're you're not gonna feel the panic or the need to struggle. It's fine. Time time to mentally that. go night night. Yep. So I need charisma and empathy. This is uh this is passion, right? Um I believe that's what difficulty it's equals victims humanity or path rating. Yeah, passion is the is the power. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Passion. So this will be difficulty six. Okay. Two successes. Uh, uh, you, you know what? I just realized I did not actually did not actually uh, uh, bump up my strength. I was about to say, is your base strength only one? No, my base strength is my base strength is uh, 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 a two, so it should have given me an extra die. Yeah. Uh, you go ahead and re-roll it. We'll okay. say that uh, Simon has been helping with this the whole time. Yeah, it's like demutation doesn't have a cost. Okay, so three then. Yes. So with a combined effort of no, no also you didn't you didn't add your uh, you didn't add like any any actual ability in the first roll either. It was just rolling two dice. Oh, you're right. That was huh. weird. That is weird. Oh well. <laughs> yes. So you managed to get him into a stranglehold and The so last thing hold he on. sees is, the last thing he sees before passing out is just Simon smiling dementedly at him. He he does fight, but I mean, it is fair. not enough. And I would it takes nothing left of him. It takes a few minutes, but uh are are you going for kill? Are you going for I, I'm choking him out now? I'm not killing him okay. now. Okay. Because dead blood is gross blood. Fair enough. So I'm does... choking him out and dragging him upstairs. Okay. He does pass out and you know, gets a very bumpy ride up to the up to yep. the attic. And yeah, I need nine blood points. So this, oh, this, man, is this man is dead. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you you suck. You suck that Capri Sun until it's yep. um if you want me to make him a humanity roll, I am okay with that. Yes, please. Okay. I love the I love the juxtaposition between the assassin's feeding style and the lawyer and the tailor's feeding style. So <laughs> in fairness, the assassin or the, the lawyer normally wouldn't do this but we are on a fucking deadline at this point <laughs> not because of the morality they don't have an issue with the morality people humans don't have a problem eating chickens um <laughs> a lot of humans do they're wrong well, well yes um but it, it's it's the messiness and the 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 like. If if she honestly didn't care, as soon as he was down, it would have been come. He comes closer, boom. But then that leads to reports of gunshots in the district and a bloody floor I have to clean up, and or you know convince Simon to clean up. This is and... only making the juxtaposition better. <laughs> well, it... okay, yep, yeah, that's fine. I'm humanity four now. 
But what's even funnier is like Simon generally doesn't hunt. He ha- he just he feeds off regulars at his store. So yeah. Like, like I have the herd background, and it's just like, yeah, three of my regulars that come in, they get a dis, they get they get a discount on their clothing in exchange for their blood. <laughs> so she feeds on him until that pulse is no more. Feeds a little more because there's still. I'm assuming that happens before nine tenths of the blood is gone. Yeah. The pulse, the pulse stops well before they've been drained. Yes. And she just stands up. You gotta, you, gotta, you gotta suck for those last bits. Yep. Uh, 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 grabs the body, since, you know, I have a strength of three right now, plus potence, and just picks it up and puts it down on the table. I will use that later. All right, I'm feeling better. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Go back to what I'm doing and make my, make, make my, my grave dust. Okay, uh, go ahead and roll your co- corresponding yep. roll for that. Um, I and always have is, trouble finding your. It is it, it's a it's a necromantic ritual, so it's intelligence plus ritual or plus occult. Okay. Uh, difficulty three plus the level of the ritual. This is a level seven ritual or four ritual, so difficulty seven. Difficulty seven. Okay. Um, uh, and yep, it doesn't say. I just want to make sure I'm the original, the actual rule, because a lot you have to spend. No, I don't have to spend blood for this. Cool. Um, intelligence occult difficulty seven. I will spend a willpower on this because, again, I do not want to botch this. Um, all right, I definitely didn't botch. Holy shit, Jeremy. <laughs> that makes up for my usual rules. Um, yeah. Ooh. And so when it is, when... Uh... <laughs> When the mold is eaten, and so <laughs> it will grant uh, shroud sight for two hours. Every success I get gives me three doses of enchanted ergot. So you have twelve. I have um, no, because I I spend a willpower, so I have fifteen doses. And fifteen. Uh, we won't use this immediately. We will save this for later. You know what? You've been helpful. Would you like to see what the land of the dead looks like? Simon looks up from rifling through the guy's pockets. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Give you a pinch of does pinch Simon, of the grave dust. Does Simon happen to like find the guy's phone or wallet or anything? Oh yeah, he's got his wallet, his phone, uh, like. Forty dollars in singles. Simon, make turns off the phone for now, and makes a plan to like leave it on, like turn it back on and leave it on a bus to who knows where. Okay, just just, just some basic stuff in case this guy has like family that might try to find him. 
so his phone doesn't track to here. Mm-hmm. So, what is your stamina score? Uh, two. So it would be two hours worth. So two hours of shroud sight. Yep. Yep. So Simon's like, yeah, sure, why not? And, um, what do I do with that? I eat it. Simon it shrugs, won't taste just, good, but... Simon just shrugs and downs it. Okay, so... Welcome to it, seeing the underworld. As it hits your tongue, um, it does that thing that all vampires are accustomed to because no matter how many times your sire tells you, don't eat food you have to try at least once. So everybody knows what a mouthful of ash tastes like. But for the first time in a long time, you taste something different. Um, and it's not any more pleasant. The taste of rot and fermentation hits your body. And uh, you kind of reel for a second, and you blink uh, your eyes a few times. Simon has no reaction. Okay. Um. But you do blink your eyes a few times, and your eyes go gray. And Kat, you are... It's interesting seeing this from the other side, even though you've seen it from family members. So seeing somebody outside of the clan do it is sort of... Huh. Yep. Simon's, like, just kind of looking around. It's like, you know, that's not the worst thing I've had. So I have two questions for you. Well, one, um, where in the room are you looking? Simon just went kind of like 60-ish degrees either side of where Cat was. Okay. To Cat's, what would be her right, your left? Mm -hmm. um, you see a, well, Cat, would you like to describe Walter? Uh, Walter, so you see um, obvious dead person. He is, he's the kind of person that during the era in which he was alive, uh, uh, the, and he very much has that style that you can probably pick out of like, um, 19, 1910s or so, um, he has that sort of a pseudo high class, like upper middle class style from that era. But anybody with any sense of being able to look past the oh well, you're 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 a well off person. Certainly, you couldn't be bad. Sees that there's a lot there. There are a lot of red flags here. Um, he has sort of a narrow, narrow face, sort of a little bit older, like probably forties, fifties. Um, uh, uh, um, uh, Caucasian sort of bald, balding, grayish hair, and just looks generally sketchy as hell, fairly thin. Um, uh, kind of like H.H. H. Holmes would look like if H.H. H. Holmes was, was, uh, had made it a little <laughs> bit older. And didn't have the facial hair. That's a pretty good description. So Simon 
having been standing at the table, like puts his hand on the table and kind of feels and walks around the table like towards Walter. And ignoring any of the other features, just like starts like info dumping about the clothing. Just uh, like, you've met Walter. Just like going on as like the like style, the time period, regionality. Do be careful. He's actually less humane than we are. Was when he was alive. Less humane in like serial killer sense. Yes, 32 victims. Hmm. Simon starts looking at, like, for any kind of, like, wound, any kind of wounds, like, was he hung? Was he? Uh, he was 100% executed, so he was, like, whatever, um... Simon will comment, so he was executed via whatever, like, physicality. There, there are the very stereotypical like his neck is a little longer than it should be the, and the and ligature marks of the rope yeah the yeah, rope marks. yeah like oh yeah it's like there's the rope and then like estimates like how big the rope was which is probably an inch to inch and a half rope like what type of material it was and judging by the clothing it's like simon's having heyday I'm glad that you're enjoying yourself. Walter, the, Walter, you already know Simon. Simon, this is Walter. Can, can someone under the effects of that hear the other side? I just... think so. I'm looking up Shroud site just to be 100% certain. But... Uh... It doesn't stop Simon. Simon, like, greets Walter as... <laughs> uh, Shroud site. <laughs> it doesn't say you can. It doesn't say you can't. Specifically what it says. You can see through the shroud, blah, blah, blah. Uh, mystical bearer, blah, blah, blah. By using this, you can spot ghostly beatings, be, buildings and items, landscape of the Shadowlands, even raids themselves. Um, servant Rafe may It doesn't say. Okay. One way or the other. Actually, let me rephrase. Part, the, the, the second level allows you to converse. Okay. So I would assume not. Yeah. Can Simon get around this by um something like intelligence, science, and just start reading his lips? Uh, that would actually be, I believe, intelligence and expression. Okay. Difficulty six. Expression, diff six. Three successes. Um... You see Walter mouth the words, who the fuck does this guy think he is? My name is Simon DeLuca. I believe originally heard from you in the um, 
hearse. Oh, yeah. The really cat. nice uh, ride that the ladies got. Yeah. Yeah. And Cat had you go and keep an eye out. Uh, well, I, I do have to do as uh, she says, so. I imagine you wouldn't be here if you didn't. I am thankful for my humble master. That's that's what I will say. I'm pretty sure you're full of shit. He is absolutely full of shit. He would, <laughs> if he had the opportunity, I'm sure that he would run away. Fortunately, at the very least, I do like to think that he enjoys his work. I suppose there's worse things to do once you're dead. Yes, be thrown into oblivion. He will just point at Cat and nod. I, Walter, that's that's not nice, considering there's the door to Oblivion and points where the mirror was. It's not the door to Oblivion, that is the door to across the, the Shalons. It's just that along the way, I am going to assume to wherever uh, La Sombra is, the shadow land, the, the 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 oblivion will be there, and it won't just be a one way door. So eventually, it will all pass through. It, it would be bad. Simon, have you looked at it yet, or you have you specifically not looked in that corner of the room? Simon knows it's over there. Simon's felt no compunction to actually like examine it or anything. Okay. So it like when Simon's moving around the room, his vision's probably crossed over it but not, like, actually looking at it. Okay. So unless Cat happened to be standing between Simon and them here. Probably no, not. No, no. You, you he guys is are- definitely keeping an eye on the, 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 the Malkavian who is essentially tripping balls at the moment to make sure that they don't get too close to the Doomsday device. This is one good way to put it. Nah, Simon's very specifically not moving around very much. Fair. Like, like Simon's probably still within, like, arm's reach of the table. Like, I know the table was there. Reach out. Yeah. Like, I know what was around the table, and I haven't heard anyone move the furniture yet. Yeah, no, she she will just sit there while we're because well we're we're waiting for to hear back from uh, Guire. We'll just sit there and 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 watch with the amusement of the person who is babysitting uh, the tripping. Yeah, trip sitting. Yep. And it's a very boring trip as Simon does not express much emotion. It's just like. At this one, it's just like the curiosity of, yeah. Hey, I fucked with this guy. Now I can actually talk to him. You have to get a good trip sitter, or you have that moment from Family Guy, where Brian's like, "I'm going to cut off my ear to prevent World War II." <laughs> yep. So, you guys do that. And I'm not going to lie, when you said "Welcome to the Underworld," my brain just went to the song by Vamps, "Underworld." Which is appropriate. Both band name and song name. Yeah. My mind went to Beetlejuice. 
I'll be your guy to the other side. I went to Bo Burnham. Squire. <laughs> That's a parody song that needs to happen. Yes. Yes. Squire, you arrive at the address, the aforementioned address, which happens to be. I've been scouting it for a couple hours or yep. for an hour. So. So you make your yourself known. Um, it's a very interesting choice. Um, it's a wedding venue. Taking <laughs> uh, the place of chantry a little too literally, boys. Uh, Livaday Hall. <laughs> yes. Uh, I'm probably pronouncing that way wrong, but it is uh, L-I-V-A-U-D-A-I-S. Um, but I definitely prefer Livaday um, because the irony is beautiful. Uh, it is a very, very open church and wedding venue. There are no guards outside. All of the lights are turned off. It's very unassuming. The doors are all locked. And uh, it gets about three minutes before the agreed upon time. And Alexander steps out of seemingly nowhere. Mm-hmm. It's about right. it's about three it's about three seconds after he appears that Guire actually disables um, the her stealth and just sort of appears out of thin air next to him. Starting to think you weren't going to show. Oh, I've been here for a better part of an hour. All right, it's unassuming at the top. Hello, my uh, lead. Underground, I shouldn't expect it. And uh, he goes up to the door. You see him tap a few places, and you see these just almost sparks of red energy go off. As he taps a few times in very strategic places. And then after all the pageantry is done, reaches into his pocket and pulls out a set of keys. And unlocks the door. There's the faint rolling of the eyes. For the record, it does seem to be pronounced Livaday. There's some, there's some, like, like, between, for Livaday pronunciation, some are Livaday, the day, but essentially yes. Okay, fantastic. So he offers you entrance first as you are he, he does say ladies first. Potential backstabbers first, how about? He just smiles and you can see just the, the tips of his, his smile underneath his paintbrush mustache and he 
steps in and his uh, two-inch dress shoes start clacking off of the the wooden floors and the echo is hauntingly beautiful. Mm -hmm. Uh, He goes around feeling on the wall and you feel, you see him press into a spot and it's almost like his hand. It's like the wall is made out of rubber. He presses in and the entire material of it moves and just parts of the floor start moving back. While he's while he's focusing on that and not paying attention to her, Guire vanishes. Like she's she's following behind him, but is maintaining her shroud. And it's just letting him lead by his own ego. He looks around. I'm going to assume you're still here. And he will begin descending. And in stark contrast to the very open and well-kept and beautiful area of the upper part, it is very much castle dungeon once you enter underneath of the, the hall. It is stone, there are cobwebs. Every every so often there are... Um, lamps that have been upgraded from oil to lights. Mm -hmm. And uh, you go down about two floors and he leads you through a long hallway that is much larger than it should be. With three doors on either side and one door directly across He would just sort of spread his arms. So dropping the unseen presence for just long enough to speak. Now, where might we find the information we're looking for in specific? That might be a little more difficult. But we have, and he pulls out his phone. 54 minutes to figure that out. Before the sun rises, you mean? Yes. Before mm, certain death. I thought you said this place was shielded from the sun. Oh, yes. Down here is, yes. It's the fact that we should not be found when the sun sets again. Ah, well, you won't have to worry too much about that. Well, you might. Okay. I assume you have your in heightened senses, correct? I do. It's not as potent as, say, some of the uh, the Malkavians might be able to see, but I can, I can read a good distance. Well, pick a room. All right. And she's going to start scanning, basically. Okay. Which of the seven rooms are you picking? 
He's going to look for the one that looks the oldest. That would be the one directly across the stairwell. That one, then. Okay. He shuffles through a few keys, unlocks the door, opens it to a... This one's fairly small. It's about 30 by 20 feet and 20-foot vaulted ceilings wall-to-wall with bookshelves and scrolls and books and manuscripts and diagrams and display figures. There are two large desks in here just littered with books. Because if she and and Azra had been in New Orleans basically since there had been vampires in New Orleans, so... If they're going to find anything that will have records on that, it'll be particularly old. Okay. Let's begin. Shawnee, you and Alexander start digging through manuscripts, I assume? Yeah. Using heightened senses to try and catch anything that might be relevant before I have to skim too much? Um... You see Alexander just go from shelf to shelf, taking a book, going, and then putting it back. Mm -hmm. And just as fast as he possibly can. Go ahead and give me intelligence and academics. You make or argument. intelligence and investigation. Intelligence and academics will be difficulty seven. Intelligence and investigation will be difficulty eight. You make it hard on me. Intelligence and academics, then difficulty seven. I'm putting a willpower into this. Okay. One success. Uh, two successes with willpower. Yes. So, you start going through manuscripts, you start opening books, flipping, and you and Alexander are chatting about how this building's been used basically since it was built uh, over 140 years ago, which is like just a little bit past the, the Civil War. So just a little bit after, you know, shit went really bad in New Orleans. Mm -hmm. And you're like halfway listening and nodding and you open a scroll and right there in black and white is a drawing of your wife. (sighs) I think I found something. He will slide a book back in adjust his glasses and walk over. What have you got? Well, at least somebody took an artist's rendition of her, so let's see what this has to say. Do you read Slavic? Uh, nope. Okay. Alexander takes it, moves his glasses down, 
Interesting. Very interesting. All right, I know what we need to do. You want to lay it on me? Put that in your bag and we'll find somebody to translate. (laughs) (laughs) That was fucking great. That was... And he will walk I know over. This guy's a Tremere asshole, but come on, that was great. <laughs> he will walk over to another <laughs> shelf and start pulling out books again. Oh, you are—you're making it very hard to keep hating you in particular. Who knows? Maybe one day we will uh, flip the script on you hating the whole clan. Maybe, Don't maybe. Hold your breath. Well, the clan, probably not, but you in particular, maybe. Or do hold your breath. It's not like it'll matter. You're dead. (laughs) Uh, And she'll keep looking for more. (laughs) Give me one more roll at a reduced difficulty. Drop one from either of those rolls. All right. Let's drop the diff down. Spending other willpower. Two more successes. Okay. So you and Alexander reach for the same scroll at the same time. He backs off. Pull it out. Roll it. And uh, this one's not as apparent as the last one. Because the last one was a fucking beacon. This one, Alexander starts pointing out words that he recognized from the other manuscript. And there is a symbol that looks like a star sitting on top of a upturned crescent moon. And in the center of the star is a single teardrop, water droplet, blood drop. (laughs) Um, out of the center and then further looking down the scroll there are a few diagrams of um, there's a bust shot from behind of a masculine figure and a feminine figure both with the same image tattooed on their neck, just below their hairline. Mm-hmm. Um, and what looks like a list of ingredients. Um, it reads how a recipe would. You can't read it, but it's definitely like number, this word, fraction, this word, and a few few examples and like bullet points of what to do. Mm-hmm. I think this is probably relevant. This looks like a layout for whatever ritual might have been used. Unfortunately, this... we're going to need to find someone specifically who knows this language. This is old. Old, old. Whatever it is. He then 
trails his eyes up the bookshelf, moves a ladder, walks up, and grabs a book with that same symbol on its spine. Mm-hmm. And sets it down in front of you. Should I flip it open? Um, this one is handwritten. And uh, older English, middle English. So if hard to parse, but still, but still readable. Right, it, like hard to pronounce. Um, you know, some words don't translate perfectly. But if you took the time and sat down with it, you could probably understand what it's saying. It's getting more of a headache than the Slavic. But at least I can read it, mostly. Can she pick out any important parts from it? Um, there's only two chapter headings in, like, the entirety of the book that you read. Of course. Of course. Um, there is... The first chapter is Thorough Application... And the second chapter is experimentation. You're going to try and skim any relevant details. Go ahead and give me uh, academics or intelligence and academics difficulty eight with that, uh, with the middle English. Spend one more willpower. Success. Okay, one success. Skimming through, and you and Alexander are both looking at this. He's not letting you, like... <laughs> if you're looking at Shamir's secret, so am I. Yeah, it, it, you you get that it's much less a, ah, oh, I shouldn't trust this person here, and much more of a, tell me everything. I need to know it all. Yeah. And uh, he just points out um it's very stylized and looks like it was written in a, a hurry but uh you see the heading patience there are about 10 names there and only one you recognize yeah this is what i need to find Is there a name in the manuscript? She'll see if there's a if there's an author that she can locate. Okay. Um, looking through, you get to the very front. Nothing on the cover of the first page. Flipping through a few pages, nothing. You go to the back into the very bottom. In scrawled, stylized script. MMSJ. Does that match up to Morgan? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna fucking murder that bitch. Or dead primogens. I think I've officially crossed over into the uh, out-of-my-jurisdiction section. 
Well, this is coming with me. And uh, I thank you. You are free to peruse to your heart's content if there's anything else you're looking for. You will hear him crack every bone in his fingers. Her hand just sort of disappears under her coat. A roll is... If I hear the first syllable of a spell coming out of your lips, you're dying in the night. I've only done this once. He will hold up his hands and you will see... Every book that you have moved, everything that has been changed goes exactly as you saw it when you walked in. Mm. It'll be a while before anyone's back down here. And he just starts shoving manuscripts into a bag. (laughs) (laughs) I respect that. Good. Good. All I can imagine is just talk him into taking Simon down there. And with eidetic memory, just start replicating things. We have about ten minutes till sunrise. So we could stay down here. I don't think you want to do that, do you? Not in the least. Then let's find a quiet place and put up some barriers. He will lead you back through. He will very meticulously lock and sort of, you see him, he has slit open his wrists and is just making hand gestures. And you you were seeing the dust from where you stepped going back to where it used to be. Um, would they have had cell service underground? No. Okay, I would imagine not. Because when they get up top, Guire would get attacked, like, by shop basement. is out of the sun if you need a place for the night. Is that within a ten-minute walk? Or run, if Th- need be? This would have been sent more than ten minutes before the sun up. Yeah, but... Um, yeah, you got it about 45 minutes ago. Yeah. Um, and with vampire speed, maybe, but you're cutting it close. Yeah. So no, it's nearby. I just don't know if it's that nearby. Uh, it is a 10 minute car ride so no but it's only two miles oh so if you split the entire distance and just like clear like like, ignore roads yeah Yeah. it's like a vampire speed yeah well if we move fast we can make it back to uh, as I forget his name for a second Simon as we can make it back to Simon's basement but I don't know how fast you are. 
Keep up. All right. <laughs> and uh, the two of you going at Celerity Olympic speed. runner speed. Yeah. Um, get there with about five minutes to spare. And uh, you are let in by one of Simon's uh, retainers as he's on his way out. He's like, hey, oh, hey, uh, you guys must be. Uh, oh, oh, you're in a hurry. Okay. And sun's <laughs> about to come up, son. Better not talk. <laughs> we'll let you in. You'll hear the door close and a click. And you are able to get into the basement and retire for the day. Cat, Simon, were there any other items of business that needed to happen that night for you? Nope. Um, I don't believe so. Uh, when it starts getting towards close to close to, to, to sundime, um, at that point, I miss uh, the, the, Shroud site should have worn off. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's like what um, shroud sites off. Simon asked if there was anything else that cat would need. No, I'm good. You can go home. All right. Um, and then presumably with more than ten minutes. This yeah. Here. Cat will just lock up the the um, workspace. Um. Well, we'll make sure. Rephrase. We'll make sure everything downstairs is all locked up and and secure. And she doesn't like it, but she doesn't like she she likes keeping it, um, uh, 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 leaving the room potentially undefended even more. Uh, she will lock up the will lock up the workspace with her inside, and she will be sleeping in there tonight. Today. Okay. Okay. But so Simon, when Guire and Alexander get back, get boss into the shop, Simon's just like, they just there sewing. Oh, there it goes. And I don't know why I did that wrong. That's uh, not a botch, it's just a failure. So she'll do it again. There we go. There. I don't know why it took so long to play that. But yeah, she will. She doesn't. She doesn't do anything without wake with evening. She doesn't sleep anywhere without wake with evening's freshness. Not even her own place. So legit, fair. Uh, she will. Cat uh, will tell Walter if anybody is in the house before I am conscious. Downstairs, upstairs, yard, even. Do what you have to do to wake me up. With no limits to that. You got it, boss. Short of breaking masquerade. I definitely remember those rules. Don't let anybody don't let an don't let a a a, a mortal realize that something supernatural is going on. Oh, okay. Keep the spooky to a minimum. Got it. Yes. Okay. I can do that. But if you need to stab, whatever the case may be, only if necessary, <laughs> try other stuff first. 
Gotcha. Back of Wal- back of Walter says, just like stake to the heart's a good way to wake someone up. <laughs> wakey wakey shish kebab. <laughs> the opposite of awake. You're awake, just paralyzed. Oh. He agrees. And you okay. take slumber. And I go to sleep. Yep. Sun the sun rises on New Orleans. And frivolity happens. It's a beautiful day. And the sun sets. Everybody regains willpower and loses a point of blood. Before the day happens. Does Alexander try to stay up? Uh, actually, no. He... He does take rest. Which Simon, is surprising, but... Simon looks at the bag and see if any of the, like, books have, like, names on the spines or anything that might be of interest. Interest to Simon? Sure. Just kind of in general, like, he's notes what the books are. And if anything in particular stands out in any way. What languages does Simon speak or read? Realistically, English, Italian, and Swedish, or Norwegian, whichever the... I think mechanically there's, like, you have to take the languages yeah. background and learn more, but... like. Like, realistically, Simon probably grew up with, like, Italian and Swedish and English being spoken. Okay. And then that's on top of eidetic memory of, like, of, like, learning words here and there in other languages. Okay. Um, romance languages, same, same thing. Um, let me make sure that I have my uh, canon right. Okay, that is the uh, the correct term. Um, three of the four books he has in his bag, not really catching your eye. Um, the fourth book, a very like old ass looking manuscript, um, simply has the word flambeau across the spine. Oh no. I just see Jeremy's face. Oh no. It's always great when Jeremy makes a face at something. Just watch the existential crisis happen. Yeah, because I have no idea. That's like farther into vampire lore than I have. Oh no, that's not vampire lore. Oh, it's not? Okay. No, that's a very different kind of lore. Were they were they one of the houses that, that started the the, the Tremere? Yes. Uh, no. Okay. They, not? they didn't okay. start it. They were That's definitely it. involved in kicking them out, though. That's okay. it, yeah. Yeah, no, the, the, the... I mean, there may have been one or two that got, got, got yanked over, for sure. 
especially during the war once they started. And, you know, but uh, uh, no, no, for the most part, the, the, the clan, the, the, the house that became clan premier was house premier. Okay. House Flambeau was like, you what? I mean, House Flambeau is very much what their name implies. Firebrands, yeah. Their house fireball. Their house, <laughs> I don't care how big the room is. <laughs> I said I cast fireball. <laughs> or what's that other way? There are there's no I in team, but there are six eyes and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Flabeau probably has no bearing to Simon. Nope. No. Like <laughs> there's there's no I and T, but there are at least two, and I cast Fireball. Because Simon's not really up to date on like no nobody or any would vampire be. stuff. Yeah, no, let none alone. This, no one in this group would have any idea what that word means. That was specifically an Easter egg for the players. That was specifically to give Jeremy an essential crisis. Oh my god, dude. Like, But anyway, so Simon, like, oh, that, that one's really old. Flambeau, okay. I mean, and, like, also, like, notes the others and, like, before going to bed, just kind of, like, tries to find a rough translation. And Simon's not that concerned about what's actually in the books. He's just hmm. more... I mean, at that point, control. it'd be mostly academic because, like, they lost access to the spheres. So, yeah. Yep. No, here that that is the Easter egg for for a theoretical season two when we're no longer fighting the fighting uh, uh, antediluvians. We've now gone to war with the mages of New Orleans. At which <laughs> point we will be getting closer and closer to the original. So I'm for it. Oh. <laughs> uh. But so yes, yeah, so Simon like gets a rough translation, so he can um, spout it but, off to Alexander if Alexander uh, mouths off. A, a quick uh, Google translation is uh, "flambeau" translates to the Olympic torch. I can, uh, yeah, that makes sense. It's it's flame. I mean, it's yeah, fireball. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> He, Simon would also see how the, and it's not just for that, it's for all the books. Mm. Like, just kind of rough, like a rough translation to get an idea of what it means, and then also how to pronounce them. Okay. All right. So, cool. and then Simon Rest. Yeah. Torch, roughly in French. So, so you all awaken the next evening. Um, and immediately sit up and check the mirror, make sure nothing's different with it. Nope. Delightful. It's exactly the same as you left it. Um, and almost about 30 seconds after each of you wake up, you receive a text message. That's it. It is from Destiny. Did a lot of work covering your ass last night. And you, 
all of you can, after reading, can see all of you have been added to this chat. Mm -hmm. This was just a group text he decided to do. Did a lot of work covering your ass last night. Uh, As far as I can tell, the humans have no idea. Um, However, I do believe we did not stop as many Sabat from getting into the city as we would have liked. Does this come when it's like one block of text, or is this in multiple? This is one huge. It's 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 the old person text, where they send you like forty five things in one in one conversation. Simon, or people can actually text paragraphs versus sentences like me. Simon doesn't even look at it. Response TLDR. I didn't I didn't volunteer to be in a group chat and leaves the chat. <laughs> okay. Um there's a, a, a beat and then okay then dot 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 we're also down twelve. Twelve important ones or twelve useless ones? There'll be a few few moments. <laughs> Every head that we have to fight the Sabbat is important. During those few moments, Simon, like, because I imagine Guire's awake, too. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, well, I'm sure I'll hear about what's happening there. I'm going to go make sure the store's ready to get started. And goes upstairs. Shit hit the fan last night, basically. Not surprising. Considering the night the rest of you had, yeah. Right. (laughs) So this is not texted. Um, Cat to herself is like, yes, 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 we're all important, blah, 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 blah. And then texted, I mean, childer or older? Question mark. Smiley face. Send. Little column A, little column B. All right, fair enough. Plus side is the plus side is the apocalypse is at least temporarily averted. The object of concern is secure. No no object, no apocalypse. And it will become very, much more secure very soon. I don't know if I like your wording, but uh, whatever works. Once Sybil figures out that we've intervened, she's going to go nuclear. Yes, She's going to find out tonight. I have to report back. And then Guire specifically will get a text from a number you do not recognize. Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh, SpaghettiOs.
It reads as follows. I would be delighted if you would join me for Elysium tonight. Hold on, as DM's brain shut down for a second. I was about to say, someone just invited me to Elysium and I don't recognize them. And I have to deal with both that and something else. Tonight's Elysium is invite only at the Pontchartrain Hotel. Does that have a sender? What do you mean? Does like oh, do they like, sign? Do they sign? Do they sign their text? No. May I ask who's inviting me? You will get back the rose emoji. There will be a few moments of, of no message, and then you will get spider plus spider web. Fair enough. And the rose is the one that I know has been working with, uh, like more directly with with Sybil. Um. Well, you know the crimson mask has been working with Sybil. A crimson mask, yeah. The rose would be the primogen of the Toriadors. Uh Go ahead and roll me. Crimson Mask was the prime engine. Yes. Was it? Okay. Um, wits and... Streetwise? Streetwise, yes. Or cult? I don't know. Maybe politics? No, it could be. It, it could, this is it more could a, be potentially... Sorry. This is more a memory thing than a... Yeah. Wits it could potentially diffs. not be someone yeah. named the Rose. It could just be... A that's a success. Okay, I'm trying to because I I th I thought I did this very uh very cheekily. Um, you might have, and my brain's just not making the connection. Guire sits and thinks for a moment. Rose, spider. You do know somebody named Rose. And there is a very famous spider. Hey, I need you, need you to collect that dot for me. Connect that dot for me, because I'm... <laughs> so, the spider is Charlotte's web. Right. Oh, okay. Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Okay. I've been invited by our harpy.
Yes. Okay. In fairness, it's entirely possible that um, that uh, Guire is not up on 1970s children's literature. I mean, completely fair. Mm. She did sort of fall off the face of the world for a bit after 1945. <laughs> completely fair. Um, um, but yeah, she'll... I'll be happy to attend. I may have to dip out for the safety of everything after a bit. You will get back. I will be delighted either way. She'll rise. Package the tomes very carefully inside her cloak. Inside her inside her coat, where she hides all of her knives, mostly, and with the larger tome, it's just sort of strapped underneath, like on the like a like back of the belt. Because maybe she'll find someone who can translate while she's there too. I might be able to make a few phone calls and see if... Nope, nope, can't do that as far as everybody knows I'm dead. Yeah, you want to keep it that way until this whole Sabat business blows over. He very pointedly sighs and just leans back against the wall he's been laying on, pulls out a book. You got plenty of reading material. That's true. Very true. All right, it's my time to go and see how much this world's about to explode. So what's everybody's plans? So I am going to call Corinna. Okay. Simon is upstairs working on probably some mountains order okay it has um one of those language learning podcasts just playing at like three times speed or something and then when shawnee gets there yes when shawnee walks upstairs when guire yeah. walks upstairs um well it's like heading out <clears throat> Yep, heading out to Elysium, invite only tonight, so this is going to be important. I'll let you know if anything comes up. Absolutely. On your way there, um, here's this phone. Can you, like, dip, ditch this in, like, some kind of public transport? All right. Cool. Hey, can you do the super shady thing for me while you're on your way? <laughs> If anyone does it, it, she can do it easiest. Like, she literally is unseen presence, walk onto a bus, drop it, walk off. It's like you could throw it on a bus, on a train, on a boat, throw it into some open door on a taxi. It's, um, that belongs to Cat's meal. And so trying to make sure, like, the phone can't be tracked back. All right. That... Unseemly, she says as she walks out. 
can't. Mm -hmm. There are four rings, and just before you think an answering machine would pick up, Giovanni Incorporated, how can I direct your call? Uh, Corinne, please. And who may I ask is calling? Uh, uh, Catriona. Catriona, I'll connect you in just a moment. Thank you. There is the generic hold music that you is used by every company ever. Yep. And you wait for probably about five minutes. Do 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 do. <laughs> it's designed to make you want to hang up. Yep. Nice. Hello. Uh, Corinne isn't my isn't cousin. Yes. Um, Corinne. Um, I am wondering you what I contacted you about last night. Ah, yes, the special package that you have yes acquired. It would be good if we could get this on its way to where it needs to go as soon as possible. Um, There are other interested parties who are potentially looking to acquire it through less than pleasant means. And suffice to say, we absolutely do not want them to get the winning bid. Would it be possible to get this out of the city as soon as possible? Ideally, obviously, we would. It would be somebody who is one of the higher ups coming and taking it away. But I understand that is potentially not the not feasible at the moment. But if we could perhaps get it on a plane to them. Allow me to make a few phone calls, and we will see where we can go from there. Perfect. Down a cameo. I will be. I will be here. I will be. I'm going to make sure nobody happens to just walk off with this thing before it is safe. All right. So let I will me know. Back to you as soon as I can. Thank you, cousin. Um, also, just as a note, um, I don't know if you have been made aware, I don't know if anything necessarily has happened, but, um, our, our, our dear family member, um, uh, drew a little bit too far outside the lines. In regard to this particular item, uh, it has been reported up the chain. I don't know what, if anything, is going to happen. I can't imagine it will be good for Elena. But you should be aware, just in case 
she tries to use you as a, a, a port of safe harbor that she may not be on the organization's good side at the moment. That will be difficult, but I will do what I can. Yes. Yes, none of this is 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 ideal, obviously. I just want you to have all the information so you don't unknowingly go into a situation for in which you are not properly given recon. Fair enough. Anyways, have a fun night. You as well. Thank you. Once I'm done, I'm going to go ahead and send a text to the coterie. We'll be here standing guard if I am need in case I am needed further. We'll let you know if anybody tries to take the special football. Holding on to the nuclear codes, are we? Yes. <laughs> yes, we are. And let's be honest, if somebody tries to take it, your warning will probably be a phone call and screaming. Incoherent screaming. <laughs> Screeching and gunfire. Uh yeah, we gotta go, we gotta go check on cat. Sam is not that far away, it's fine. You hang up the phone, and I assume yep. post guard like a uh... absolutely. Are you um, going stereotypical like chair set toward towards door with gun in hand, waiting for for someone to come through? I mean, or... possibly. I just let me check something here. Oh damn it! They have to be alive. Oh well. Um, it's like no, it's not. Cat sits in the in the chair with the gun. It's raising the corpses to sit in chairs with guns, waiting. Cat's a Giovanni. She gets the corpses to do it for. Generally, um, yeah, I think so. Um. I don't think I have time to go kidnap someone so I can put Walter in a body. So, oh yeah, there are fun necromantic rituals. Let me tell you, that's a thing. Um, okay. Oh, demonic yeah. possession, and you prepare a subject, willing or unwilling, as a suitable receptacle of ghostly possession. All I can imagine is just a, just takes attacks like, hey, Simon, you brought me a body last night. Can you bring another one? Now, granted, the ghost has to have that possession ability, but this grants them two automatic successes on that roll beyond okay. what they do. But no, yeah, they're just going to make sure the alarm is on in the bottom of the house. Chill in the workroom. Uh, probably not like sitting with a gunshot near the door. Like they're going to do their do work and stuff. Uh, uh, 
probably start. There's no nice way to say this. Harvesting last night's meals for retro for for ingredients for necromantic rituals, and just wait for the anti the the Methuselah to show up, kicking down the door. I'm just saying, if Sybil if Sybil already knows where you're at, then you're already dead. Uh huh. Yeah. It, it's not the it's it's like it's not the Methuselah kicking down the door. It's it's a big white monster crashing through the roof. The other Methuselah crashing through the, the roof instead will, of the door. The alarm will go off either way. <laughs> Technically not wrong. Okay, so you post up. Yep. Thanks to being a vampire, you don't even have to blink. You can just sit there and stare at that door until time. Uh, ends or you die, either one, or the sun comes up. There will be a quick text to to Guire. Guire, do you think next time that you are in, um, I realize this is a big ask, and if you don't think it's feasible, don't do it. But next time you meet with 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 Sybil or Alexi. Do you think you could get something that's a possession of theirs? I can certainly try. Wonderful. That would be great. And that's it. And then he's guard duty. Okay. Seguire. Yep. You come to the poncha train, which is packed. If I recall correctly, it's thankfully near where I need to meet Sybil, too. Uh, Because Sybil was also on the docks. Uh, the Pontchartrain Hotel is in the quarter. Right. You, you were, like, running to the Simon shop. You are like, a couple blocks off from it. Okay. Um... So it's going to be like a 20-ish, 20, 30-ish minute drive on your on motorcycle. motorcycle. So yeah. And that was have, at 11? Yeah. Yeah, you have like four hours before okay. you need to leave. Okay. But uh, it is packed. Everything is green, gold, and purple in Mardi Gras colors. And um, there's two live bands playing. Um, which on first entering just sounds like an assault of noise, but after a moment, their chords sync up and are very harmonious. It's kind of weird because they're definitely two different styles of bands, mm -hmm. um, but it works. And there are a lot of people here. Um, are those bands kindred or... Uh, as far as you can tell, they look to be kind. Okay. Um, but there are quite a few faces you recognize here. Nobody of, like, note, but definitely like, oh, yeah, that that's one of ours. Um, but walking in, not too far from the entrance at a table, sitting in a uh, longer evening gown, uh, 
green with a purple sash, her hair tied up into a Victorian knot. Said Charlotte. Uh, currently talking to a um, younger gentleman who looks more than eager to hang on to every drop of charisma she's belting out. And so, uh, with Unseen Presence just sort of gliding through the venue, uh, Guire will wait until she is directly in Charlotte's line of sight to drop Unseen Presence. She she's currently telling a story about how so then I I did get away, but uh and she makes eye contact. I was the only one. And the the guy visibly switches from okay, this might go somewhere to oh okay. Yeah, not going to talk to this girl anymore. If you will excuse me. And she just sort of leans over and pats his uh, chin. And traditionally, that's the I'm going to get up and leave. But he gets right up and walks away. Mm. And she gestures to seat in front of her. Guire just sort of struts over, lifts the lifts the cane to about a half grip and sits down. I feel like I haven't seen you in a few nights. It has been busy. You're telling me. Well, something to do with uh Paul Stahl in the end of days. Tell me what that's all about. I'm afraid that's a question for the prince to determine what they are willing to share. Fine, I guess. (coughs) You're not wrong. She would tell me to leave anyway. But other than preventing the end of the world, what have you been doing? Oh, uh, solidifying my list of people that need to have a stern conversation down to one in particular. By stern conversation, do you mean stake to the chest and left for the sun? Or do you mean actual conversation? Little column A, little column B. A waiter walks by and she just reaches up without breaking eye contact, just reaches up, grabs a goblet and sets it in front of you. She'll take it, drink it. I'd love to ask who. I know you won't tell me. I know you won't tell me. That's okay. Let's just say there are some very old crimes that I've become very recently aware of. 
and I find myself in need of a translator who can read Slavic. I took two years of Russian in high school. How well do you remember it? I mean, it was like five years ago, so. How often do you go back to high school? More than I think I'd like to admit. Listen, listen, homecoming is a wonderful place to feed. Fair enough. Do you think there's a quiet, secluded place away from any kind of wandering eyes? You do ask the right questions. Give me a perception and empathy. The wits and empathy. That's the role. Wits and empathy. If? Uh, six. It is not hard to catch this one. Would heightened senses apply here? Mm, sure. Yeah. Three to five. Three successes. You rarely see Charlotte slip, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but she almost a little too eagerly reaches into her bag and all but throws a room key onto the table. Where she just composed herself before looking back up at you. You plan this out. I don't know what you're talking about. I take it you thought of that favor you wanted to call in. A little bit. All right. Shall we adjourn? She doesn't say anything for a moment. And you very much get the, like, visibly on her face, it is the plankton meme of, well, I didn't expect to get this far. (laughs) And she will grab her things and stand up. She'll follow Charlotte. So I have to ask... What are you? Where is this going, and do we need to fade this to black? That depends on Charlotte. Fair enough. Like, Guire is to be a little bit emotionally uh, blunt, willing to play along if it gets her what she wants. Completely fair. Um, 
So yes. Um, so camera fade to black, cut to an hour and a half later of Charlotte repinning her hair. So, um, you said there was a book you wanted me to look at? Oh, there's a few. If you're up for it after a wonderful night. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she sort of chuckles. And she will... Like, from various places under her coat that she sort of left like you couldn't see them under the coat when she when she discarded it but as she picks it up she just sort of opens it and there are several holsters where she pulls out scrolls and a massive tome okay um two scrolls I, and a tome i believe this is specifics i'm going going to need paper and pen um she reaches into the nightstand and pulls out the small, like, included notepad and pen that's in, like, every room beside the Gideon Bible. Mm -hmm. The tome, you won't have to worry about so much. It's just in older English. Okay. So, like, anybody could read it if they... have, If they had some time, yeah. If they knew a slight bit of German. Just a bit. Okay. So she unrolls the first scroll which prominently displays Azra. Yep. Interesting. And I have to make some rolls for her. Hot damn, Charlotte. Okay. So you see her take a breath, put her left finger on the first word and holding the pen with her right hand very quickly go through the scroll. And it's not like she's getting every word. There are several spots she just puts underline and then continues writing mm -hmm. for like a word she doesn't remember or something that doesn't properly translate between the two languages. And she just keeps going. And eventually hands you about 10 pages from that notebook. She'll take a look over it. The gist of what she's written with bits and pieces out of it is that it is a thaumaturgical ritual for complete and permanent domination. Is there a listed method of dispelling? Um, within that scroll, no. Mm -hmm. As I thought. Anything useful in the second one? 
She unrolls it. Okay. Interesting. Sort of. Vampires sort of have a visible movement when they start putting blood into things. Yeah. And again, lightning fast, translating. And as she's going, I have to ask, why these scrolls? Because this is someone very important. Can I ask who? As she continues translating. Someone who I thought was a ghost. She'll stop and look up. That might be the most ominous sentence I've heard all night. Rip. She will place them in front of you. Should read over it. Uh, so, what this is for is an addendum to the previous scroll with a fairly complex magical ritual to permanently tattoo that seal onto the neck of the individual. By cleaning the two of these things together, am I understanding that the tattoo is the thing that keeps the spell active? Mm -hmm. So forcible removal of the tattoo would be the only way to really dispel this. Yes. Good to know. I'm going to lay out some very important secrets for you. And I need you to understand where this is going. Okay. This woman is under this spell, as you could probably surmise. Mm hmm this woman is currently known as the Knife of Baghdad. You see her sit up a little further. And is currently under the control of the Sabbat. Which means she was given to the Sabbat by the Tremere. And this tome, she says, flipping it open to the back was written by the person who put this spell on this woman. And she just indicates to the signature. You see her, like, you see her process it. Oh. Oh. Now you understand who I need to have my conversation with. Oh. Okay. Um, do do you want me to set that meeting up? Um, I want the prince 
to hear very specifically why I'm about to be disappearing for a few days. Okay. And Go who on. is responsible? Got it. Understood. Um, and Charlotte, she says, as she sort of cups her chin. You are beautiful, and I do not want you to be hurt in any of this. He says, he kisses her on the forehead. I can feel the butt coming. There really isn't one, but since you asked. This woman is not only my sire, she is my wife. You hear the crack of the pen in her hand. <clears throat> and any relationship we pursue once, any relationship we pursue once I have rescued her, the door is not closed there. However, I would only continue that with the mutual trust and knowledge of all involved. I'm not about to go sleeping around on this woman. Understood. That is not to say that nothing will happen. That is not to say that we are through. I would be happy to continue a mutual relationship between the three of us. I think you'll like her almost as much as you like me. And you see her slip back into Charlotte. Because what you've seen sitting in front of you was a scared little girl. Mm -hmm. I don't see that happening. But I understand. And I respect it. I may be young. She says standing up and sort of straightening her dress. But this world has made me a lot more mature than others my age. So. If I may call upon the services of the harpy to make it known who has betrayed whom. I know you, if I may speak out of turn. You never could speak out of turn. I know it looks like you have all the facts. Outright calling for the head of a primogen. I never said I wanted you to call, I never said I wanted to call for her execution, but I want to make it known what has happened, that an assassin previously serving, not necessarily as part of, but in the employ of the Camarilla, was enslaved and handed over to the Sabbat, and who put that spell on her? 
and who that woman is very important to. I will get with Sybil. Not Sybil. Whoa. That would not have been her slip. That was my slip. Yeah. I will get with with Simone. And we will discuss the best way to disseminate this information. And then maybe, hopefully, everything will not explode. Believe me, I'm not about to go and walk up and challenge a primogen as being not even a member of the Camarilla. But I like to think I've proven myself important enough both to you and to Simone that the slights against me carry some weight, especially when they come tantamount to traitor to treason. Okay, I can do that. Now I need to go play the double agent. Just don't get killed. It's never my aim to. Good. It's very hard to be in love with a pile of ashes. I have no people who try to beard her. You're just not trying hard enough. You will see her just like blink like she didn't, like she couldn't believe what she just said. I'm gonna go find Simone. All I can think of is the meme that's like, it's like I feel like doing something stupid. I'm stupid, do me. <laughs> oh, I said that out loud. <laughs> it's one of my uh, favorite TikTok sounds. Yeah. Guire Gu- Guire just sort of leans down and gives her a kiss on the cheek. You're not making this easier. She smiles. But I am making it more fun. Very true. She will stand and... put an arm on your shoulder and look you in the eyes. You have to tell me where you learned that thing with your leg. You know what? Another time. (laughs) She will grab her shoes and like I said I think you like Asbro almost as much as you like me I, I go do important stuff <laughs> and she will she will close the door behind her and leave yep McGuire will vanish off towards the docks. Okay. You make the 20-minute drive, and it's kind of surreal, just like the... There's very few times that Kindred actually look around and see the kind around them. But on your ride, it just sort of... Like, your guys' world could potentially be ending. 
And these people are none the wiser. Yep. And it's just, you have this background of bright and beautiful sound and, and love, and that contrast really hits you on the way there. And all of them could die along in the bargain. You park your motorcycle. Make your way to the dock. Are you stealthing or are you actually just presenting yourself? At this point, she's just presenting herself. She doesn't, she honestly, she doesn't even want Sybil to know that she can do that. Fair enough. You. The scene you come upon. Um. The four individuals. It is Irene, Marquez, Alexei, and Sybil. And Irene and Marquez, even though they are vampires, are showing signs of severe beatings. And Alexei has a um, new gash across his cheek. And Sybil is sitting on the railing, looking out towards the lake, just sort of kicking her feet back and forth. Have I come in a bad time? No, I think you've come in a very good time, actually. She will turn and hop down. So, please, please give me good news. I wish I could. I can only give you true news. Go on. While I, while I was gathering information, the... I caught wind that the Camarilla was aware of your uh, important traffic coming in over the bridge. Snuck past their barricade to try and see what might be done. And arrived in time to try and hitch a ride to make sure that it could realign safely after I let them know the barricade ahead was waiting for them. But they'd apparently been planning for redirection as well, because I caught sight of a sorcerer, a Tremere, in the forest as we were making our way along. And I barely had time to pull the driver from the cab before the entire thing went up in a blaze. I went back after the flames had died down to check on the cargo. But there was nothing but bodies. So you didn't get it. <clears throat> Frankly, I don't know what it was, but there was something that should have been chained there.
Roll me manipulation and subterfuge difficulty eight. Does my uh, enchanting voice apply? Yes. All right, diff six. Putting a willpower into this, she is lying her ass off. Four successes. Okay. That means that one of these stupid, useless members of the Camarilla is walking around with my very, very important and necessary ritual piece. Well. Aha, guess again. If I were to take a guess, she said, she says, pulling out one of the one of the scrolls. My money be on the Tremere. She'll sort of cock her head and look at the scroll. I'm listening. Well, I happened to learn that your knife of Baghdad was presented to you under a domination. A domination that is controlled by the Tremere. The Tremere who then have an in to learn what they can. Hmm. I infiltrated their chantry hunting this information because the knife of Baghdad and I have a personal relationship. And I hate to see them misused. That is certainly a word we could use about her. This is frustrating. But we'll not stop our plans. And I mean, Alexei, I believe you would speak these languages if you want to confirm the information on these scrolls. She says she tosses them to him. He out of the air. Well, unfortunately, I do have to agree with our uh, operative here. Very interesting. Hmm. And he will just tuck those away. I think it'll be much easier to have the knife of Baghdad working for you of her own free will. That's an interesting theory. Alexei. 
and she would just hold up her her hand and he places a cell phone into it. You see her type a few words and hand the phone back to him. We'll see what she has to say. She should be here within 15 minutes. Good. Though, of course, I wouldn't doubt that she would be unable to say anything that would incriminate her masters. I think you severely underestimate the abilities of what she's been put through. Perhaps. But I know how to fix it. Do you now? From my understanding, the spell is anchored by a tattoo on the back of her neck. And you said you had a personal relationship with her? I do. With a freed... I would be able to convince her to work for you willingly. Meta, have you actually said that she's your wife to her? Nope. Okay. So I take it the two of you were friends before. Something, Something closer than friends, but yes. I see. Well then, we can test this theory. (laughs) Sybil, um, my apologies for interrupting, but uh, she's here. And that is where we will end for the session. Say goodnight, everybody. Bye. Bye. Goodbye. Goodbye.